This is Mr. PTO. Welcome back to Echo Mail Radio, the media source for We the People of Main Street. Today's date is December 9th, 2020. Before we get started with today's episode, make sure that you follow the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, and Parlor. Also, hit me up in my email, echomailradio at gmail.com. If you have any podcast requests or questions to support the independent news media, which is Echo Meld Radio, you can do that a number of ways. You can do it through the cash app at dollar sign Echo Meld Radio. You can also do it through the link of anchor.fm forward slash Echo Meld Radio forward slash support to support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. If you cannot do it monetarily, I definitely understand. Just make sure that you get this content out to your family, friends, neighbors, colleagues, and church members. Today's title of the podcast will be People Are at Their Wits End. So, a few days ago, a L.A. restaurant owner, she went viral um, after her business was shut down. Uh, due to the mayor's orders, but then like 50 feet or 50 yards, whichever one it was, there was a film company that made a restaurant set right in front of her business. Once this lady had made her rant on to social media and also on to the mainstream news media, this kind of set off a chain of events around the country of small business owners protesting restrictions that their mayors or governors have put on that city or on their particular business. Let's just put it that way. One small business in New York has started an autonomous zone and has supporters of the business surround the business. But of course, that was deemed illegal. And one of the owners was locked up for a short time. I think he's only locked up for like a few hours. Meanwhile, though, uh, SNL had a live studio audience just a few blocks down from the autonomous zone in New York, but they kind of used a loophole of paying the audience $150 and called them extras instead of a studio audience. <laughs> now, I have to say that's that's well played, SNL on the loophole, and I'm kind of a fan of that move, I won't lie to you, but it still looks hypocritical that a large media company was able to get a pass on restrictions by using a technicality. Maybe restaurants should pay all of their clients a couple of dollars and say, hey, they're my employees. I mean, maybe two, three bucks, you pay the people to come to you. And I don't know. I don't know. You might can find some kind of loophole like that. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. Now, if you try this, you are doing this under your own judgment. I'm just being PC, and I won't tell you to outright break any government laws or mandates. Just want to make sure that I got your attention, which I'm sure I did. More people have started to see the cracks in the system in 2020. And they realize that their government has been the cause and possible, big keyword, possible solution to their problems. 
the restrictions make relative sense. They want to slow the spread. And morally, you know, I kind of get it. Economically speaking, it's a bonehead decision. You can't tell people to stay home, don't work, don't go to school, don't go see your old people, but make sure that you pay your rent, mortgage, and car notes. Yeah, those are still due on the first. In my opinion, the federal government's actions of late seems to have purposely let the people of this country fall into this position with their political gridlock. Remember, I have told you about universal basic income over the last two years on this channel and how it will be introduced, but now they will purposely, at least it appears to me with all of this political gridlock, they will purposely break Main Street and then give you the solution of, well, we gave you X amount of dollars amount monthly because we care about the American citizens so much. Now, if you've really been paying attention to what I just said, you would you would see what I mean, cause and solution to your problems. Every day, if you watch the news, there is a business owner pleading for the government to help them. But what they quickly learn is they ain't coming to help you or nobody else unless you're some multi-million or multi-billion dollar company. Lots of small businesses has had to resort to GoFundMes to stay afloat. And if your community wants to see you open, they will donate when possible or just do business at your business, essentially. Main Street. We will be the ones to help out our small businesses in our communities by you allocating a few dollars a month to your local business. You will make the biggest difference in your local economy. Governments are too slow in providing relief. They are facing a possible government shutdown as early as Friday at midnight. So literally like at the making of this particular podcast, that's like, what, 26 hours from now? They can barely keep themselves functioning as they drown in debt. There isn't much time for us people on Main Street that they uh, work for, but it seems like they have apparently forgot. And then you have the election that m- most of us have probably already forgot you know, for kind of forgot about like any of this stuff. You're trying to survive and pay your bills and keep yourself safe. Uh, if that's even a such thing here in 2020, but now the election now is starting to heat up with now 18 states suing some of the swing states. Now I won't comment much on, on it. Just remember to keep your eyes and ears open between now and November 14th. I told you this about two episodes ago. Uh, I'm sorry, not November 14th, uh, December 14th. So between today and December 14th. Like I said, I mentioned this at least two episodes ago that this thing ain't over until December 14th. 
And what I also told you was to be on the lookout for the proverbial trump card that might be in play for the 2020s final act as the election saga continues. Operation Warp Speed is now online and waiting for the green light here in the U.S. The jab, which you should know what the jab is, should be in an arm near you relatively soon, even though there's some problems that have already started to occur with some people feeling extremely sick afterwards in other countries. There was, uh, I believe it's Russia is now saying for their version of the the jab, I mean, I'm trying to make sure I, I try and not get uh, punished here. The jab uh, that you cannot actually drink alcohol for, I believe it's 42 days. So once you take the second um, jab of the or the booster jab, yeah, um, you can't have any alcohol. So. There's that, and a lot of you I know like your alcohol. You like your little wine after work. You may like your little beer, you know, during lunch, you know, catch the lunch uh, happy hour or something. Yeah, well, you ain't going to be doing that for 42 days if you end up taking this thing. Now, another thing I just found, one of the jabs I had seen was by some old guy named William Shakespeare. And yes, this was his government name. He was an older guy in his early 80s and just really praised the jab and just thought it was a good thing and thought that he should do his part to get people back to their normal lives. When I seen the name, the only thing I could think of was (laughs) that quote by the William Shakespeare where he said, all the world's a stage and all the men and women, merely actors. They have their exits and their entrances. And in his lifetime, a man will play many parts. His life separated into seven acts or ages, depending on what quote that you have read of that. But everybody has, have, everybody has heard of the quote, the world is a stage. And I just couldn't help but to think of the second person in England that received the jab. Their name was William Shakespeare. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? The, the second person in the whole world that received the jab. <laughs> the guy's name was William Shakespeare. You know, I tell you what, I'm not sure how many of you are into reading books. I know there's a few of you that are. And I'm not sure how many of you have read the book by George Orwell, 1984. The book where everything other than working was forbidden. Walking in the streets. Having fun. Um... What else you had in there? Uh, Singing, dancing, getting together. Everything was forbidden. And who would have thought that I was able to buy a snapshot of our lives back in 2017 in the fiction section at Barnes & Noble? 
Now, if you can still get your hands on this book, definitely get it. It's kind of a tough read. So some of you that get bored with books pretty easy, you may want to see if Audible has it and just let Audible read it to you because there are a few dead spots in it. But once you go through this book, you will see that this is your life in this particular book, at least a good portion of it. Not all of it, at least not yet. One thing that, you know, you started to hear a little bit about or a few rumors about is the stimulus. Now, from what it appears so far, at least from what I'm understanding, there will be a stimulus, but it may be contingent on the jab. And you'll receive as much as $1,500 once you receive that second dose. Now, for those of you that don't know, that's kind of a ripoff. I mean, that that's actually ripoff of the year. Most people who do like those studies that, you know, take jabs and take whatever medications to see how they work on the human body. They tend to get paid pretty decently. I know some of them. I actually know a person personally that gets paid anywhere from twenty five hundred dollars to eight thousand dollars to go and do these studies and they shoot him up with everything. He swallows all types of pills and, you know, do like I said, he'll do a study for maybe 30 days and he may make or some of them are even 14 days. He'll make twenty five hundred and his highest payout that I remember is uh, eight thousand. Now, if you paid attention, I said I knew somebody that's, you know, made this kind of money off of these studies, because once he took that eight thousand dollar payout, I'd never seen nor heard from this guy again. So I have no idea what happened to him. It's been years. I used to see him in my grandparents neighborhood all the time, just walking around or seeing him at a local convenience store or sometime maybe the barber shop or something. I have not seen that guy in years, so I don't know. I, I hope he's all right. Uh, moral of the story, though, brace for more pain, Main Street. As political gridlock stunts any real progress, economically speaking. If you have the means to support a small business, do it and help your fellow man or woman on Main Street because they need your help, not necessarily these big boxes. We all know who the big boxes are. They got their money. They also are getting stimuluses and bailouts and all kind of other stuff. But their local business, uh-uh. Also, get with your family or your crew to get supplies and cash reserves and pull that stuff together if possible. The government has been warning of a dark winter. And this time or on this particular subject of a dark winter you really may want to take them on face value with this one all right my good people i'm gonna go ahead and let y'all go like i said that may be the only thing out of this whole thing that i've said today that i'm taking at face value is this dark winter primarily because of political gridlock which does nothing because Congress still getting paid. 
your, you know, all of your state representatives and all the people that's in the Fed, all of them getting paid. Well, I guess it depends on what this whole government shutdown that's looming, which I'm almost certain that they'll fix. They still have all day Thursday to fix this. So we'll see. But if not, well, you know, there's a lot of people ain't getting paid right now. So having very little sympathy right now for them. But again, continue to look out for the date of December 14th. Because like I said, there's currently 18 states that are suing some of the swing states and saying that there was fraud in the election. Is that going to hold up? Who knows? I don't know. One thing that we can say for sure is that this may have shaken the confidence out of any type of voting for just about anybody. I know I didn't necessarily have much confidence in it, and yeah, it's kind of proved me right. And it's proved those people that say, Eh, I don't believe in voting because it don't matter. And hate to say it's starting to make them people look even more right as well. But all right, y'all, y'all have a good night. Take care of yourselves. I'll let you good people later. Peace.